Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr., and I'm a former NFL running back, an author, and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. Welcome to Game Beyond the Game Presents Talk That Talk, inspiring conversation with professional and elite athletes where we inspire our audience as we explore finding vision and purpose in life and discuss tools to overcome life's transitions. I am Sam Pierce, the second year MC, and we're joined with founder Prince Andrew Jr. Prince, officially, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing amazing. As you can see, I'm, I just went through a change, and um, like you said, I got this baby face, so my God. <laughs> I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good. Just went on ahead and shaved 10 years off. Bow, just out, 10 years off. I, I didn't know that um, uh, I was that scruffy looking, man. Like, I, I don't mind the scruff look. I, I enjoy it. But people was like, what? Hey, wait a minute. What's going on? That's when you found out people weren't telling you the truth. <laughs> they weren't telling me the truth. But they just kind of going with it. Like, look at him. Look at him. Looking like he homeless. You know? <laughs> 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 got that he's finding himself look on okay i, I get it that's dope man great to see you per always great to have everyone here cedric great to see you yeah, what's great up my man you know y'all hope the sun is shining wherever you are it's not shining on the outside I hope that it's shining on the inside so prince let's hop right into it i know today we're discussing we've already said the word a couple of times yeah. and that's change mm. what mm. inspires you know, you making sure the topic discusses change today. Where'd that come from? Um, There's just so many things that's going on in the world. And right now um, we are in a, in a new era and in this time of life and in this present moment, you know, we're in the era of um, those movies that, that we would watch when we were little, like total recall, um, um, Tron, The Blade Runner, uh, uh, you know, a, a number of movies, Minority Report, you know, all of the above, Time. And so, you know, with this change that's happening around us very rapidly, uh, we need to also change and evolve with the times because if we don't, we'll get left behind and somebody else will be doing our thinking for us. Oh, that's true. You know, it reminds me also of another movie I always refer to, and that's The Matrix. Mm. I think a lot of folks... Like they're caught up, like in that blue pill, red pill moment, blue pill, red pill, or they're in there and their mind is, uh, for some folks, again, as you referenced in the movie, they already yeah. kind of know right. what it's been. And then there are other folks that mm-hmm. are like, oh my God. Yeah. I, like I didn't want to believe it, and here it is, or I believe, oh, like now, again, long story short, but to your point, I want to mm-hmm. make sure that, uh, I toss that movie out there as well. Joe, what's happening? Great to see you. Joe Prophet. Joe Prophet. Uh huh. So feel free to go into that a little bit more, man, as we discuss this movie change. Why why did those movies come to mind? As soon as you said them, they resonated with me. But somebody watching, they might be like, what do you what do you mean? Um, So, yeah. So. What I realized is that uh, whenever you. you, we, we, We used to go to the movies. 
um, a lot when we were younger, right? And they had these movies out where it, it, it gave you a presentation of what the future would look like. And, you know, you, you would see the numbers and you would see, um, um, you know, like, wow, this is this is what the future is going to look like. And so what you think about, what you surround yourself with, what you see actually occurs, right? It, it, you, you, um, you start to crystallize it. You start to manifest it. And what I realized is that with everything that's going on with NFT, with cryptocurrency, with the way that the banking systems are and how, you know, the, the uh, centralized banks, um, they have like pretty much kind of taken over how we spend our money and how we circulate our money. You know, this decentralized or DeFi uh, new space is actually allowing for us to take back the control of our of our currency and how we spend our money and become our own banking system. And so that has exasper- exasperated us into the future of like really understanding this technology and and really understanding like who we are as individuals and how we we, we play a role in this new future of ours in this new this new time of ourselves and so um the reason why i brought up those movies is because we're actually mimicking those same movies that we've grown we've watched when we were little and so um now that we're in this space in this era we've just been ushered into it you know due to the pandemic because everything has slowed down a little bit but it's going to pick back up but it has given us the opportunity and time to see and and look around and observe like how Microsoft is coming out with some glasses that allow for you to act like you're Tom Cruise on Minority Report. And so <laughs> it, it's it's difficult for our minds to actually uh, um, um, grasp that, right? Um, and, and so the reason why is because we're in disbelief, like, no, this can't happen this way or this can't happen that way. But what we have to start doing is really accepting it and seeing how we can actually benefit and capitalize during this uh, this opportunity to, uh, opportunity and this time. It's interesting, you know, change being inevitable. I remember being in college early on and my dad saying, you know, one day, son, we're going to uh, we're going to be able to see each other. When we talk on the phone, I'm like, what? Wow. He, he's a Trekkie. And, and it's interesting because to me, art imitates life. There's so much that we've seen that is now coming to pass. So then I'm like, how creative are these people really? I mean, what's good? But anyway, that's the, the other the other brain that lives inside my head. And, and here we are. And it's an absolute norm. And to your point, so many folks have been thrust into changing. And it's more painful if they've not changed, even from, an, let's say, an e-learning standpoint, a few years ago, it was estimated it was like around $300 million a day business. And then the next five to 10 years, it's estimated to be a billion dollar a day business from an e-learning standpoint. People didn't believe it. Matter of fact, people, oh, no, that's a scam. That's not real. Fast forward. They didn't know how it was going to happen. And it was already going to happen. But what happened? Boom. Pandemic hit. What became even more popular? E-learning. Right. Like people are wanting to learn from people who are doing it exactly so, to, to your earlier point that the notion of change evolving evolving being willing to evolve and let's say from an, an athlete standpoint or in an elite person i'll just yeah. use that, that 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 phrase elite as elite people what's the most difficult part about change for elite people what what, what makes it difficult for someone who's elite to change when they already know that's a part of, they, they know that those are the rules, but then don't want to change with them. 
Well, it, the, the thing about it is um, their structure, right? They have everything structured for them. So everything that they do is organized. They, 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 they eat at a certain time. They, they sleep at a certain time. They, they drink at a certain time. They do certain things at a, at a specific time. And so when you have to break out of that, that, that pattern, that's when it gets very difficult because now you're, you, you, that, those, the, the framework for that structure has to fall to the wayside to create a new structure. Right. And, and so people, elite people, they, they're, it's a mental game for them, the psychological game. So they're, they're in, in this cycle of, of being, you know, succinct with their schedule and being on time and doing everything that they need to do. And um, whenever they're not on time, um, you know, they kind of, they kind of freak out a little bit because there's like, you know, like, what well, well, wait a minute, I have, I have too much time. So what do I do with this time? And so, um, a lot of times it's hard for the brain and the mind to translate. Okay. Well, this is how you substitute this action or these tasks or subjects, um, within this time frame. And that's the reason why it's this real difficult for a lot of athletes to do that. When, when you've been accustomed to doing something for, X amount of years, you know, and it becomes a part of you. It's hard to go through the change. It's just like you lived in a in a house, you know, all your life for about thirty years, from you know, with your parents all the way to like thirty years old, and and your parents are like, okay, you know, you're thirty. It's time for you to leave now. You're like, what? Leave? Why don't y'all leave? <laughs> like, <laughs> like this? They like this is our house. You're like, yeah. So, but <laughs> you know, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna leave sooner than me. <laughs> Do you think it's like a game? It's interesting because elite folks win and are used to used to winning. You think it's one of those things where like, no, no, no. What I've been doing is working, so uh, I'm sticking to this, and that's an issue. Yes, that is an issue um, because, you know, the, the certain structures that are set up for you to win and in, in, in one platform, it's not the same success formula that you that you have to use in another platform. Yes, some of the, the attributes apply to, um, you know, the, the, the next thing that you plan on doing. But a lot of times um, you have to figure out what's the perfect lane for you. You have to figure out what's conducive for your lifestyle and what you do, because not everybody's on the same time. Not everybody's on time, um, should I say. And what I mean by on time, I'm not talking about like you got to be on time. I mean, like actually being on time. Like that's how you conduct your life on time. Right. Um, You're living by time as opposed to understanding that time really doesn't exist. You know, like we're actually doing everything simultaneously. It's just time just allows for everyone to agree upon being at a certain place, a certain point at a time. But as Einstein mentioned, you know, once you go beyond this, 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 this physical plane, then you start realizing that time doesn't exist and it's just an illusion. And so um, a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times what we have to learn how to start doing is taking our time, not as in slow down, but take your time, put put. Own your time, possess your time, man. And so, oh, you know, own your time, possess your time. Yes, yes. So really quick, there's a comment from Cedric that says, yo, that sounds like the military. I struggled hard when I first got out of the core, total freak out. Yeah. Same thing, scheduling, I was talking to some people recently, yep. they were in the service, it's like, and then 
all right, now you're free. Like, what right. does that really mean when I'm you know, supposed to do this same thing everywhere I go, mm-hmm. everyone? Bro, man, they, they've been they've been doing something for so long in a structured manner um, over an extended period of time. And now it's just like, okay, here you go. Um, here's, here's, here's your lunch bag and a Capri Sun. And uh, it's about 10 bucks. Figure it out. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Yes, we're not the proper introduction to what's next. Exactly. And, so you, and man, you brought up a great point because that's how the mind works. Mm. That's how the mind works. There's no proper introduction into what's next. And so when you don't have a proper introduction to what's next, then you freak out, you lose it, you start spazzing out, you start doing all the things, you know, like, sorry about the stuff that happened in South Carolina, but, you, you know, um, <clears throat> with the with the former with the former football player um, and and the fatalities of the of the five plus individuals, you know, it, it's it's the, the, the mind hasn't had a chance to transform into what's next. And what's new? And since no one was there or a program wasn't there to help him transition into that, then that's the results that you get. You know, uh, yeah. Now, I want to mention the word script. If I forget, hopefully we come back to script. But to that point, I, I think it's uh, more discussion, as we mentioned, change should be had. It's, it's interesting, interesting because I, in, in my heart of heart, and certainly in my research, feel like everybody has met the crazy version of themselves. I say that in jest. And seriously, people have met another version of themselves that they never, ever want to see again. They don't know how the person arrived. Maybe they didn't even have any previous issue from a psychotic standpoint. But here it is nonetheless. But unfortunately, what we find people doing is pretending as though they've never had those moments that they've never cried uncontrollably, that they've never been so mad they were swinging at the air. But when we see someone in their worst version of themselves, we pretend like we were never there. Mm. That part, it's, it's, it's a random say, but just lightly tied to what you're speaking to. I was having a conversation with a guy today, and I was like, you know, people often judge from circumstances they've never had to live. Oh, So there's it's so much less empathy yeah. and uh Again, because we live in what I call it clout chasing. We can we people will clout chase anything now, yeah. or like, or share, or comment. And it's like, would you want your worst moments captured, and then be on a stage that some people are witnessing stages they've never had to be on? Oh, tell them. And and it's tough because one can struggle on their own stage, the stage that they live on. Imagine that people struggle on the stages that they live on. Right. Now imagine if that stage was multiplied by a thousand. Oh, that's just, I mean, you've lived there, right? Yeah. <laughs> you played in the NFL, right. you were a star athlete in college and high school, the list goes on and on. And the other one, there's a large 1%. It's, you know, of people who've also done that in the fraternity sorority of sorts, if you will, right. That people have very little appreciation for what that can do for your environmental state. Right. You will. Right. So I want to throw that guy a bit long when I apologize. No, the, I like the, it. The next point I want to mention, I mentioned script. I felt like it was about to leave me, so I wanted to say it. No. It's group discussion, and this is to your greater point, and about the scripts where we live by. 
Like what's introduced to us and what kind of effect the script that we're supposed to live by has on us. And that, yeah, yeah. what's your thoughts on that? Don't don't make me do it because you still got to finish that word script, right? Because there are scriptures. That tell you what to do. That tell you what to do, man. That tell you what to do, you know, how to do it, how to act. And um, um, some people don't even abide by that, man. So, uh, uh, again, man, the change, the change comes from within. Um, with any any individual, you cannot go and try to change someone. Um, they have to want to change for themselves, mm-hmm. and and a lot of times um, we find ourselves trying to change other people by you know using a script or a scripture, and um, a lot of times uh, uh, <laughs> that has to come from within. And uh, it, it's 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 like this. It's like you don't a, a flower doesn't look for the day to blossom it just blossoms like um um you can't sit and shout at a flower and and tell it to grow you know it has to grow and the same thing for the human and uh, mankind you know um we have to be able to grow we have to find that that, that growth within us with um in change growth happens and you know, that's the inevitable. And like we change every single day from the moment that you were born, you've started, you, you've been on the quest to die every single day, because unless you're Benjamin Button, you know, nothing and is even in reverse. Sti- and even still. <laughs> <laughs> and even still, you know, he, 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 he passed. But but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, like the the scripts are script scripted it's like we're in a play and so we have to understand our character we have to understand our roles and when we do we can either be the background or we can be the feature um of, Whoa, of that that's heavy and, and folks and, and are you willing to rewrite your script mm, like are you oof, are you willing yes yeah. that's, that, that's probably one of the most difficult questions i asked today like, are you willing to rewrite your script? Because that, hey, you ever had to write a rewrite a paper before? <laughs> you know, just give me the F, professor. I mean, I ain't got it. I ain't got. It. <laughs> and that's just a paper. Right. <laughs> your script. I, I said something recently. I'm like, if you want to reduce stress and anxiety, stop trying to change people and give them the tools to change themselves. Mm. And in lieu of that, get away from them. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like that, that. That's the that's the other option. People learn, I think, in part of change, you have to be willing to step away. Well, how do you feel about that? Like, how do you, how important is it to have the willingness to step away? Mm. That's very important. You, you, you know, it's uh, it's like a, it's like an abusive relationship, right? Uh, you keep going back because you're in hopes of it getting better when you know that you should have walked away um, years ago, right? And um, the will to actually uh, have the, the power and the desire to walk away uh, strengthens you. It helps you in, your, in, in your, your phase of change. But again, we are reluctant to change. And so since we are reluctant to change, 
and we want things to remain the same when the proof is in the pudding. It's yeah. it's, it's talking to you, right? Yeah. It's, it's telling you like it's like, uh, like you know, leaving I, feels like a rebirth. You can feel like a, a new person when you really do that. I, I've asked this of people, and for anyone who's listening, who comes across this, who's watching, think to yourself, ask yourself, have I ever been in a relationship? Longer than I should have been. That's that's question number one. Think to yourself, have you ever been in a relationship longer than you should have been? Okay. That's the first question. Most people, 9.9 out of 10 people, the other 0.1% are lying or either never been in a relationship. But the truth is, the re- when you ask them why, collectively, the answer will come around back to comfort. That's how dangerous comfort can be. Oof, comfort yeah. can be so dangerous. Being comfortable can be so dangerous that it leaves you in a place where you should not ever be or certainly shouldn't stay, which is why the prince's point of being this, the topic of today being change yeah. is so, being willing to evolve and knowing in any kind of relationship, if, if you all are not growing, and this is any kind of relationship, working, business, romantic, whatever, if you're not growing together, you're going apart. Hey. You de- hey. Can't debate your shadows. That's my new saying. <laughs> debate your shadow. But that's, that's it. That part, I like that. Good. Thank you so much. I'll throw it to you in a second. Cedric says, that makes me think about the Truman Show. Most only know what they are programmed to know. So how are they to know? Okay, so how do they know they need to change? Oh, aware- hey. awareness. Awareness. If you remember on the Truman Show, he started to become aware of Ooh. certain things. You know, he started looking around and he was just like, wait a minute. Like, hold up. I'm going to stand right here. You know, I'm, I'm going to check this out. And he started to become aware of the things that was going on and how he was programmed. And, yeah, man. And, and the more he became uh, uh, aware of how he was being programmed, he started to make that change. And then he... He reached a place where he was just like, look, I'm not going to do this no more. I'm not going to be your entertainment anymore. Yep. And, and that is the era that we're in right now. It is. So, and so it is. now it's time for everyone to actually become conscious and 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 mindful of what's going on and start start take control of, um, of, you know, your own sovereignty, man. Like, take control of your own sovereignty. Man, I'll venture to say this. People could disagree with this. I think everyone at some point becomes aware. Everyone Mm -hmm. at some point, because everyone has that feeling in the pit of their stomach. Everyone has some kind of intuition. Everyone's been someplace where they knew they didn't feel comfortable. They were about to do something they knew they were not supposed to do myself included. Like you just ended with like, wait a minute, like where there's that pause. But what happens is comfort, Mm. comfort, and it's it's not easy. And I think the great part about us having this discussion and Prince, the, the idea of having it about change is that we know it's not easy. Yeah, but that's but nobody's saying it's easy either. No, you know right? it's, like, <laughs> it's definitely not. But I think one of the coolest things and why I'm happy you wanted to talk about this is when you're able to define or recognize something, mm-hmm. then you're able to to do something about it. About it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. Do, doing something about it. You know, um, uh, Ray, Ray Leonard Jr., he got a podcast called Know Better, Do Better. And, mm. you know, that that's just so simple. 
when you know better, you got to do better. Because if you don't do better, you know, you're going to make the same mistakes. And and, and, and it'll eat at you. Yeah, it'll eat at you. I think it, I think it rips people apart from it, whether it, whether it, what it appears to be or not. Yeah. I think it eats away at people. And without being ultra specific, like think about what's going on in, in the United States of America right now. And I'll just call it social unrest. Mm. Someone would be lying to you if they said they were not aware. Mm. Period. Like there's no, there's no in between. Mm. You're absolutely aware. Mm. So what do you do with that awareness? Yeah. Do you change? Mm. Do you stay comfortable? Mm. And then based on that decision, you, whoever's listening, watching us, mm-hmm. we can move accordingly, right? Right. right. So it's like it's like, wait a minute. But and I think that's those are other important conversations to have with people who say they know, like, and trust you, whoever they are across the spectrum of folks. But again, to Prince's point, is like take control of your sovereignty. Like take control. Yeah. Take control. You know, like govern your yourself. You know, uh, self sovereignty is is the way to go. Um, um, I, I wanted to address address Cedric's question. Like, so how do they know they need to change? That's um, a good question. One, one of the things, um, like I, I, I don't want to say that I preach because I'm not a preacher. But I do uh, uh, things that you instill. I mean, you do a number of things, man. I do, but I, I, I want to say I, I make sure that I, I scream and shout like it's time to meditate, right? I, mm. I throw it out there, even though it makes people uncomfortable, uh, and um, and I do it unapologetically. And the reason why is because when I was uh, practicing, you know, going to a monastery, living at the monastery and practicing with the monks, and I came back and I was just like, I just found the Holy Grail. You know, people was looking at me like, yeah, shut up and read your, read, read the scriptures. It reads this and read that, read that. And I'm just like, all right, like I've done that before, but now this is, I actually see the change within myself. And so now I do it because I realized that it is a healing process that you have to go through. And in in order for that change to happen, you have to be able to sit with something that you have not um, had an opportunity to become familiar with. You have to sit with something that, that you feel ashamed of um, um, and, and, and the decisions that it has made. And that's you, right? And once you sit with yourself for a little bit, then you start to gain a little bit more awareness about who you are. And That's once you powerful. gain, and once you gain that awareness, you start gaining awareness around your radius, your, your environment. Like, wait, hold on. Hold on. Man. Okay. I see you going in. <laughs> I got to, man. We got to give the people what they want. Or, you know, because <sighs> the thing is, is man, the change is happening. The change has already happened. It's just your mind lacks the ability to adapt to the change, right? Because wow. what, what you mentioned, the comfort, right? We get so comfortable and everything is good um, until it's not good. And then when it's not good, you're trying to run at the last minute and trying to figure everything out when you need to be, you need to stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? percent. And, and, yeah. and then that way you're not reacting to something, you are acting to it. 
Um, you know, wow. Uh, yeah. To build on your point, I, I kind of been I've been working on it. Mentioned folks like, hey, try 15 seconds at a time. I don't think people know how long 15 seconds can be when it's on purpose. Like mm. How long is 15 seconds in a football game, a basketball game, a soccer? 15 seconds isn't an eternity when, that, when you got to, like, just imagine sitting and staring at somebody for 15. It's it's an eternity when it's on purpose. Right. And you mentioned the word, I don't know if you know who MC Hammer is. You probably, you know, you, young blood. I know, I know Stanley. So, Stanley Ipkiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer had a song called Pray. And That's it's got pray. 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 Oh, yeah, we pray. Pray. We got, we to, got pray. to pray. Just, just to make, make it. it. Right. Well, you know the song. Yo, anyway, I've been oddly enough, I've been listening to that song a lot lately. Nice. One of the, he's like, I believe that you can do whatever you want. Anyway, some people are like, Hammer's one? Literally, <laughs> top five for me. I don't care what you say. Nice. Anyway. But in listening to that song over and over and over again into some conversations we've had, when he's saying we got to pray, I'm like, to me, a lot of that, like, prayer, now this could be considered controversial, I don't know, but I think sometimes prayer is about praying to yourself, like, spending time, like, I don't, I know you've talked like your inner God, you know, you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. But like praying to the inner you, mm. it's also connected to the mm. overarching God of existence, something greater than you. But mm. that part, it's been, it's literally been, it's been on me a lot lately. Mm. Like maybe prayer, it, maybe some people don't pray in the official or meditate because they don't think they're, I don't know, worth praying to. Anyway, just, it's just I thought I'd throw that at you because I know how you feel about the, the energy. The inner G. That's a Prince Daniel's original, by the way. So um, uh, you, you, you threw it at me. <laughs> well, I'm going to catch it. <laughs> Bad metaphor. But anyway, um, man, everything that you just said was it's, it's like a, um, a person that's 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 on to something. And once they lean into it, they discover <laughs> what they were saying was truth or what they were speaking was true. So uh, when it comes to, you know, um, as I'm, as you mentioned, your energy, it is your ability to see the inner goodness, the inner genius, the inner God, the inner goddess in you. And so when you understand about like economics, microeconomics and macroeconomics, then you understand how they are all the same of the the one whole. So when you understand about the God within you and the God outside of you, you understand it's one. So when you pray, you do pray to yourself or you do pray to the, to the quantum physics that's around you. Because what happens is, what you are doing, you're using your words to elevate your vibration frequency within yourself to allow yourself to do some of the things or crystallize or manifest the things that you've been desiring, hoping for, looking for to happen within your life. And so when you pray to yourself, it is you, you essentially you are praying to God because if God is in you and you're praying to yourself, you are talking to your inner G. 
And when you talk to your energy, that little energy that's inside of you, your spirit, your soul, your whatever, whatever else, it automatically talks to the macro. Whoa, this is deep, man. That's heavy. I'm not being dramatic at all. That's like, especially the way you broke it down, the micro to the macro to the to the whole. And to folks who are listening, watching, coming across this, sharing it, whatever it is, however you come by way of this, like you're worth praying to Mm. for you. Mm. You're worth praying to that that energy, that inner God, that inner goodness, that inner genius, that inner goddess. That was that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Gave me chills. Man, I, I'm I'm feeling the chills right now as well, man. You know, like my, my I just my, my crown the crown of my head just just is, is tingling right now, you know, because what what I've just spoken to you and our audience and our listeners is truth. And so truth always is going to resonate with you, whether it's gonna make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable, you know, and you have to be able to receive it. Receive it and see it, you know, whenever you receive it, it becomes knowledge. So now you take that knowledge and you apply it. But if you don't apply it, it just remains as knowledge. And they say that knowledge is power, but knowledge is only power if it's applied. And then it turns to an experience. And then once it turns to an experience, now you have the, now you become wise. And now when you share with others, you have wisdom to share with other individuals. So uh, I, I was listening. And I'll ask you for some final words and last thoughts too. But uh, recently, I was listening to the Good Brothers at Earn Your Leisure, oh, and they said, uh, shout out yeah, to "Earn Your Leisure, man." Them brothers shout out, out Earn Your Leisure, love them. Big uh, straight up inspiration. Heck yeah, the whole crew. And uh, they said, applic- "Wait, they said information on us, application on you." Oh. They said that the other day. I don't know if they said it before the other day, yeah. but that's when I caught it, and it mm. sang to me. Mm. They said information on us, application on you. And I was like, yo, because it's not our job to do your work. It's not their job to do our work. As people who say they want to be better and want better for the country, the world we live in, provide real information. Right. Then application, you had to throw that out there. Man, I love that. I'm I'm, I'm going to use that for my master class, man. Got to. That's that's what I tell people. Just like you are making a commitment to yourself. You're not buying into me. You're buying into your commitment to yourself. I have the information. Now you have to apply this information. And it's the it's what you put in. When you put in the work, you're gonna get the results. All right. Yeah. And and it's 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 the inevitable. You put a a I mentioned this before, you put an apple seed in the ground. Eventually you're gonna get an apple tree that produces apples, not an orange tree, not anything else, not a banana tree, not anything else, but that specific seed that you put into the ground that's what's going to grow and provide the fruit for you to be able to live so when these simple and practical concepts um start to become very uh, uh, uh as you can put it in layman terms you know very easy for people to to grasp then that's when people will start to see the change and the evolution within themselves. And they start growing, they start evolving and they start realizing the power of prayer. They start realizing the power of meditation and, and how you speak to the inner G inside of you. Once you speak to the energy inside of you, you speak to the outer G, you know, um, and, and the whole 
might go a macrocosm. Man, I think that's a great, I don't know if you have some final words, but I will just, mine are simply ask yourself, examine how you're speaking to your energy. Mm. Examine that. Mm. I don't know, whatever you believe in, Mm-hmm. Most people believe in something, whether you like it or don't like it, like him or her, or whatever, whatever it is you do or don't, you believe in something greater than you. Ooh. I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And that being said, if you're talking to the energy, the inner you, yeah. what are you saying to that one on a micro level? Mm-hmm. Because if that's what you're saying on a micro level, then who is receiving it on the macro? Ooh. Let them know, man. man. Let them know. You did this. You you inspired this. (laughs) (laughs) You inspired this. That's what it's about. Yo, really quick, really quick. If I was, and I'm just, I need to hear this and feel this too. If I was talking bad to myself, right? If I did not believe in myself, if I was hard on myself, unfair to myself, if I was punishing myself, if I was not trying to achieve at any level, and that is what I committed to on the micro, then when the macro looks down into me, what do they do? Do they bless that? Do they create? Do they honor that? No, you're creating friction and conflict uh, and resistance within yourself because it's like, hey, Stan, I see what you're doing. I want to give you a million dollars. No, man, I don't, I, don't, I don't want no million dollars. I'm gonna do it on my own. I'm a self-made millionaire. Okay, but I'm giving you a million dollars. And there's no strings attached, man. There's always strings attached, man. You can't just give nobody a million dollars, man. Okay. Well, how should I say this again? I'm going to go this way, and I'm going to come at, come, come at you from this angle and let you know, hey, I want to give you a million dollars over three years. So that means you're going to get about $303,000 I mean, per year. Right, man, I told you I'm good. I'm a self-made millionaire. So now when you look at it from your example, the macro, how are you going to receive your blessings when you constantly saying, no, I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) on my own, right? You're creating your own suffering. And and that's what we don't want to do. But we create the own suffering within our mind because because of the things that happened in the past. And you mentioned it earlier about emotions and being able to let things go. Right. Um, And and so when you you don't deal with those things that happened in the past, you hold on to to them and they become a burden for you, um, whether it's physically, mentally or spiritually or emotionally. And so you have to learn how to work through that. And once you work through that, you start to get into the flow of things and you allow for the things in your life to flow. So that way you can flow with it and not be um, not not creating resistance for yourself and trying to walk up, walk, walk upstream when, you know, the water is flowing down, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? See, be willing to change. That's it. Be willing to change. And the, and the way that you change is by sitting with yourself, practice, mindfulness, meditation, you know, prayer, 15 seconds. I think, I think I, I want to say that everyone is familiar with prayer, you know, but um, uh, uh, they're not familiar with meditation because it, it's a negative connotation and it seems like it's attached to Buddhism. 
or, or Hinduism, but the reality of it is it is not. It is a universal practice that allows for you to tap into something that you didn't even know existed in yourself. And so as Stan pointed it out and mentioned, it's, you tap into your inner G, your inner goodness, your inner genius, your inner greatness, your inner God, your inner goddess. And when you do that, you start realizing how powerful you are and, and how amazing you are and how incredibly you were created. Like you are a gift. So since you understand that you are a gift, it's time for you to start living in the present. Woo! Period. Um, period. Like we just start right there. Period. Man, one of the best episodes we've ever had. Right. <laughs> for real. For real. I'm completely biased, but I'm honest. So <laughs> yeah. Any final thoughts, man, before we hop out of here? Um, yeah, the final thoughts of uh, practice meta. Meditation, practice meditation, practice meditation, whether it's in the form of yoga, whether it's in the form of dancing, whether it's in the form of going outside and running, you know, um, get 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 out there and get into to this headspace where your thoughts really don't exist and you're just flowing. You're going with the with the flow of things. You're, going, you're in the zone. You're in joy. You're in love. You're in bliss. Practice meditation. It can. Our life is lived from moment to moment. So start with seconds in the way that you practice meditations. Those seconds will build up to minutes. Those minutes will build up to hour, hour and hours and so forth. Man, amazing. Bro, ditto. Nothing to add. Spotless. Appreciate you. Officially, you all, thank you for joining us today. Make sure that you continue to watch and uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to Prince Daniel Jr. YouTube page. And you can join us here next week, every week, on Tuesday at Game Beyond the Games Facebook page. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more greatness, goodness, mm. and discussing your inner God and life's transitions. Appreciate you all. And your inner goddess, inner goddess. Inner God, inner goddess, inner man. Yes. Yes, man, we appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.